2: Hi, I'm Phil,
1: and I'm Jane.
2: Welcome to Unhinged and Bumbled Up,
0: the relatable dating podcast. The is so vast nowadays, which is both positive because it means it is spoken about widely. It can also feel very overwhelming, and maybe the thought of going to a dungeon, it would, a sex party, or like a swingers party, is too much.
1: Hello, and welcome to Unhinged and Bumbled Up. I'm Jane, he's Phil, and today we are joined by Osa Bove. So Osa is a dating relationship and intimacy coach, as well as a matchmaker. She's also the founder of Taylor Matched, which is dating without apps based on sexual preferences. So on today's episode, we've got how to create deeply satisfying relationships, creating that connection not only with your partner, but yourself, the weird world of dating, dating disasters, into the echo of it, and lots more. So, welcome, Osa. Thank you so much
0: for having me. We are so excited. <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Having an intimacy coach on is really cool for us. Yeah. Um, so, let's start off about Taylor Match and the idea behind it
0: yeah so everything within taylor matched and now my uh, coaching business is actually a reflection of my own life and my previous love life as i refer to it because it looks very different today and this is what i want to support others i found myself in a position where i either met men who i was compatible with in life, we were not sexually compatible. We didn't have the intimacy I fully understand now, nor did I have the tools to speak about sex or my wants you know, inside and outside the bedroom. And I thought, sex is really important to me. This relationship has a lot of things, but it feels more like a friendship. I'm gonna go out there in the dating world and I'm gonna lead with sexual compatibility because I now know this is important did that, found sexual compatibility, but we were not compatible in life. We didn't want the same things. We didn't um, compare when it comes to values and what's important to us outside the bedroom. So for a very long time, I was going between these two sides. And to a point I thought, I'm going to have to give something up in order to have something. That's not how I operate in my life. And I was like, that's not how I'm going to operate now. Um, And after doing a lot of inner work as well to fully own who I am and all the sides of me and knowing that as a successful businesswoman, I can have love and I can have an exciting sex life. I then started looking at the dating industry and dating apps have never been one for me and it was fun when I was in a relationship and swipe for my friends I was like come on this guy is really cute look this one has got a dog like I don't even like dogs (laughs) and then I became single and I was like oh my dear god I'm not doing this so it was a lot of things that came I felt really really cool to to then support others on, on that mission and then it was a lot of things that just kept being aligned and coming into my life. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to match people on sexual preferences, life compatibility. We're not an app. We're taking it back old school. And match was born.
1: I love the whole premise behind that because so many people relate to that. They just settle for... Either, like you say, you know, that you can either be sexually compatible and not life compatible, but they just stick with it because they think, oh, well, I like that side and I'll just put up with the other sides. Um, So it's, you know, so relatable to so many people. I mean, for myself, my first relationship, I wasn't sexually compatible at, at all, but it was my first relationship. And I just thought. It must get better, or I'll just I'll just put up with it because he's like my best friend. So it it's nice to hear people talk about it.
0: Mm. No, I can I can really relate to that. And also the phrase, you know, it will get better. It's a lot of things working. We're gonna stick one this, you know, stick this out, it will get, you know, better. And then a lot of people is like, if I'm really honest with myself, no. And I'm gonna have to do something about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you um have you actually watched the Netflix series uh, Sex Life?
0: Um, Do you know what? I actually haven't. Uh, I think because in my day job, (laughs) uh, I speak about dating and sex so much. And my beautiful partner, David, he uh, is a men's coach and also intimacy coach. There is a lot of conversations. So then it's our own beautiful and exciting sex life. So sometimes it's like, I just don't want to watch anymore. But I've heard (laughs) it's absolutely incredible, yet they are quite stereotypical. Is that right? Have you you found
1: that? I I absolutely loved I binge watched the series but it's basically exactly what what you're saying is she's um, she's attracted to someone sexually but he can't give her what she wants in life Um, so she Mm. gives that up to, to, to settle with a man that can give her what she wants in life but not sexually so it's about her her feelings and her thoughts and she starts journaling and what when she journals is kind of brings out all her past feelings and she's questioning what should I do you know should I stick with him should Mm. I leave so yeah it's a great series if you ever get a chance to watch it yeah I you seen
2: seen now. <laughs> no, i've been watching sex Ed- education though oh, i really enjoyed that, that so much
0: yeah <laughs> love that so much and now you can rent her house apparently i was like I mean, yes <laughs> i saw
2: that on your instagram actually you yeah, shared that like story and, and i was like oh <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> yeah um so uh we thought we're going to talk a lot about intimacy and connections with other people but um I think the most important connection is probably self-love and self-connection. So um, how do you go about that? How do you go about learning to love yourself?
0: <laughs> yeah, such an important question. And, you know, this is why I decided to become a coach again as a reflection of my own journey. Um, because I thought, what's the point of matching to compatible people if they're going to do what I used to do, which is self-sabotage out of anything that felt healthy. Um, so it's been a big, big journey to give myself what I was often looking for in others. But because I couldn't give it to myself, it didn't matter how much others were trying to give me love or affection or or trying to instill a trust because I just I just couldn't hear it I couldn't really so for me and the work that I do when it comes to self-love is really to tune inwards and and you see you know what is important to us how am I actually feeling um I am a big fan of open heart meditations um where we just look what's in our heart, what is our yeses and and our noes. And self-love can be so many things. And for me, it's really been to give to myself what I didn't or couldn't in the past because I didn't think I was worthy. I didn't think I was good enough. I always had to work, I thought, extremely hard to have a rest day, for example. The only time I did rest was when I was way beyond feeling really deeply exhausted um so yeah so it's it's a it's a big journey and it's so many different things and this is why it's so important to also talk about what self-love can be a lot of different things what would it look like to you what mm-hmm. does it mean to you what comes up as we even speaking about this for those of you who are who are listening and you know let's start unravel it from that point of view that's amazing yeah
1: and regarding so, see regarding like intimacy with a new partner, um, you know, some people are into kinda kinky things or fetishes. Do you think that's something that should be discussed at the start, or wait to kind of build up a kind of um, comfortable relationship and then speak about it?
0: Mm. We often get the question like, "What should I say on date one? Should I do mm-hmm. this on date two, date three? I feel, and this is the hardest part to teach because it's actually very fluid. It very much is to be clear about our own wants and needs. And when we're on a date, let's say you're on the first date, and it feels like a make a pact with yourself where your boundaries are, how much am I willing to to share, where are my yes and no's, and if it feels like the conversation is going well, and we feel like this is you know I feel comfortable, I'm really enjoying this, and it's something that's been a yes. From you to share and you feel that person is worthy of that information then I think it's it's a yes if it feels like a yes to you I would say in the dating journey to talk about it earlier rather than later also understand that maybe we wouldn't go on date one and be like yeah you know Fans are going to go into a dungeon <laughs> next time, or you know, you walk past to- torture gardens and you look and be like, "Hey, have you have you ever been there?" And they might be like, "Oh my god, I went last weekend." It kind of <laughs> depends if you have different things around you, then you can then you can use it. But the earlier, the better in yeah. the connection because we see often, and what I used to do in the past, I never spoke about it in the hope that we would be compatible or maybe we're a little bit compatible than us. You know, you explained earlier let's just hope that it gets better but we just never you know and then when it's too late some people can go oh, what about if i tell my partner now they're gonna think why have i will withheld this information mm-hmm. are they gonna judge me and then they talk themselves out of it so the earlier the the better in order to just establish compatibility but i don't think it should be like a tick box exercise date yeah. one now i've said to you everything that's important to me just For the sake of it, to kind of see how many boxes they tick, it needs to be much more fluid. Mm -hmm.
2: That's amazing. Um, Now, on the side of kinks, because I know that uh, Taylor Match has now got sub in the city uh, working for you. Yes. Yeah. um, Just a few questions because there's probably people out there that's listening that might want to try new things new kinks uh but they just don't know how to go about it they don't know whether it'll be something for them they don't know uh whether you know it's where to go to try and the best places and the best ways and this
1: is is phil asking a question for himself i think
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) i mean yeah 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 Yeah. we don't know what we like until we try new things do we yeah
0: (laughs) You know, because the sex venues, sex menu is so vast nowadays, which is both positive because it means it is spoken about more widely. It can also feel very overwhelming. And maybe the thought of going to a dungeon, it, a sex party or like a swingers party is too much, but you know that it's some curiosity to, to explore something. What I always start with is how do you want to feel? What does sex mean to you? Why do you have sex? Who do you get to be during sex? And how do you want to feel? Because that might be you want to feel powerful or you want to p- feel powerless. And if you want to feel powerful, what activities might come to mind and what would that look like in terms of your exploration? So that's a really, really good question to, to start with. How does it make me feel? And who am I allowed to be during sex? Um, one of my favorites, I should have brought it, I don't know it off by heart, but we do um, sex manifesto
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, with clients and also within my coaching, where it's like thinking back to our favorite sex memories when we felt most connected when we felt most like us when it feels authentic and pleasurable and orgasmic what do they all have in common and then go from and then go for that it's also a really good way to sex negotiate with your partner
1: ah That's that's so interesting that makes so much sense
0: I've
2: got one more one more question that I want to ask you. <laughs> what did you think of Fifty Shades of Grey, the film? <laughs> like, um,
0: so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what did I think? So, in so when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, I didn't even know that Taylor Match one day was gonna be, um, you know, a thing. I knew that that's sex, and you know, I was very very curious in the bedroom, still am. So I did go to, and it was just it, it opened my mind to, I mean, when they are filming, like, what is it called? That room, you know, the, the bedroom, the bedroom. Yeah.
1: yeah, and
0: like, yeah, the bedroom and the, when they go into it's like, you know, whips and it's, you know, different floggers. And I was like, oh my God. And it made mm-hmm. me excited. I was like, oh, I'm really excited by this scene, you know? So it did pique my curiosity. I did speak to, um, One of my friends who, even before what I do now, she's her dominatrix, as it happened. Didn't know that until a little bit later. She also (laughs) had this, like, really corporate uh, high-end job. And I was like, oh, you're so cool. You can have both. I want to be like you. And she was like, you know, just be aware as you're going out to explore of, like, the fake Mr. Grace Mm -hmm. with people who have no idea about what it is so they can't speak about boundaries they can't speak about how a scene is set up and how it's played out and so i used to send all my messages to her i was like do you think this is a fake mr gray or a real mr gray she was like fake don't bother with him this is a good one go on a date with him (laughs) that's amazing she's a great person (laughs) to know when you're dating (laughs) yes very much yeah she was also the one who introduced me to killing kittens actually
2: The Weird World of Dating This segment is called The Weird World of Dating where we give our guests two statements and all they've got to do is figure out the truth and figure out the lie and tell us the reasons why. So
1: this section, we have the weird world of dating. So this week, we'll be giving Osa two statements, one truth and one lie. So Osa has to do, all she has to do is guess which is a lie and why. So the first statement I have is men take longer longer to fall in love. So men take longer to fall in love. And Phil?
2: My statement is your nerve cells work better during the first year of love. One is a myth, one is true.
0: I think the second one is a myth.
2: Which one? Mine. The yes. nerve cell works better during the first year of love.
0: Yes. Final answer? Final answer. I think that's a myth. Jane, do you want to reveal?
1: <laughs> actually, the <laughs> one that, that was- I said <laughs> is actually a myth, and I'll tell you why. So ah. we've got here the reason. This is, I know, I, I was the same as you. I was quite good spy. So men take longer to follow yeah. up. So the reason for that is because... Um, While men have this trend in relationships, it would also be worth noting that men are highly encouraged not to show their emotions from a young age. So they've been told, boys don't cry, don't be sensitive. So if they are feeling a huge rush of emotions at the beginning or end of a romantic relationship, Um, they tend to keep it to themselves so this is research from Mm. the human sexuality, sex and relationship coach Jordan Gray so it just basically said on average men actually fall in love faster at the beginning and fall out of love slower um, than their female counterparts there Um, we are that makes a
2: lot of sense because obviously when they when a breakup happens men just tend to run towards somebody else and then uh that goes wrong because they're not in the right place and then they'll spend months just like wallowing away so yeah that does make sense but i'll explain why mine is true so
0: very interesting uh
2: your nerve cells work better during the first year of love a protein in our body called nerve growth factor or ngf that is important for the functions of certain sympathetic and sensory nerve cells, seem to thrive during the first year of being in love. Basically, our senses are heightened and our fight or flight response system is more active during young love.
0: Mm. Yeah. Ah,
2: yeah. Very interesting. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Always learning something new. <laughs> You're
2: very welcome. <laughs> Special guest segment.
1: Lights, camera, action.
2: This is the special guest segment because, hey, who doesn't like to make a guest feel special by giving them their own segment? Just listen and find out. It's great. right it's the time it's the time it's the special guest segment now orsa has well me me and jane we like to do challenges on the show that guest setters and currently do you want to tell them the score jane
1: no i don't actually
2: (laughs) it is too nil to me (laughs) now now i'm a bit worried about this one so we we have our, our boards to draw on and uh orsa Is going to give us um, five possibly uh, tantric uh, positions and we have to draw them. Now, I'm really worried because Jane has an art degree and she's amazing.
1: (laughs) So, basically, I was told at school not to take art and that bad. So, um, I'm definitely not going to win this one, but I'll give it a try. You know, I'm up for trying, but uh, my art skills are appalling.
0: Uh, I really wanted to be good uh, when I was very little. I just my mom was like, "Why are you doing all the time?" I was like, "I just really want to be good at doing. I want to have good grades." I'm didn't. not
2: that good either, by the way. And oh. we we haven't googled anything, and no. I think we are going to do quite poorly on it. But it's a learning experience. So yeah. <laughs> okay. We're ready. Right.
0: Are you ready? This is going to be a good one. Okay. <laughs> The yib yam. Okay. The yib yeb yam. Yes.
2: Oh, oh um this is right. D, 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 d. Oh,
0: oh, what, this is not
2: harder than it looks.
0: <laughs>
1: yep yam. I don't even know what that means. Uh
2: <laughs> me neither, but we'll find out.
1: Uh, uh, <gasps> oh my goodness. That's gonna take a while.
2: Well, we'll speed it up.
0: (laughs) I just feel like it's going to be so imaginary. Well,
2: I... (laughs) This looks like a murder scene. I don't even know how to
1: draw a stick,
2: man. Um, I don't know whether this... I I
1: feel like giving up already.
2: No, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Um, up. We're good. Um... (laughs) How's your stick going? I'm
1: trying. I can't even draw the stick. That's a problem.
2: Right. Mm, I'm not sure whether this is right, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to
0: expl- I Have to explain what mine is because it's not. Yeah, <laughs> I would love. I think it would be good to do like the the thinking behind it
2: yeah okay are you you ready
0: well you go first
2: i go first
0: yeah
2: okay three two (laughs) one see i was thinking
0: oh yay i love that though yeah that's so so
2: good kind of yeah that way that way yip (laughs) yam that's That's what i was thinking with that i'm so
1: embarrassed right now (laughs) Oh, okay, literally.
2: now Jane, show, show yours, and we'll discuss.
1: <laughs> this is oh, um say? This this is, happy days. It, it says hugging from behind, so like coming coming in from behind. This is a uh, someone's in from behind, kind of wrapping
0: their arms around. Uh, I, yeah.
2: get, I got that.
0: I love. I just. I'm so. I'm so so impressed. <laughs> they it's like Phil, it's almost like if we can imagine yours when we're sitting up.
2: Okay. So yeah. kind of So that
0: is yeah, exactly. This so is it's the kind way of this I is, is like
2: the 69, but you <laughs> oh, know wow, it's
0: cool. It <laughs> Actually looks amazing that Don't film. But
2: I'm very very way. impressed. <laughs> I would have got the point. <laughs> I'm very, very impressed
0: actually. That is impressive. Awesome. <laughs> okay, let's <Yeah>. see what <laughs> other stick right. man I can draw. What was well, this is going to be uh, the reason why I think that, I mean, this is going to be very obvious, but I just think it should have more air time. And it's what we call the the hug and breathe.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: Phil, <laughs> put the um, paint down. You're like going through the details. You I'm not work. going
2: super detail. Right, you can go first. Wait, wait. Let's just put the recorder on. Uh, ready? So this one's the
1: hug breathe. and breathe. Yeah. Yep. So I've basically got two people holding hands. They're supposed to be hugging, but I don't know how to draw that. And they're uh, communicating through breath. And they're
0: uh... um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> going. Oh, they looks so happy. Ah, oh, yes. Oh, Ming. Very good. Yeah, that one was mine. Oh, for uh, the goodness yeah. <laughs> So that's like basically, yeah, the first one looks like, looked like, but there's also, um, I mean, I'm so impressed with your drawing.
2: I just <laughs> my drawing's not great. <laughs> I think
0: it's so good. I just that's not really know good. What to do. I think it's yep. really good. Yeah. So it is, you know, you can do it in a standing position. You can lie down. Um, and as in the name, it is, we talked earlier about coming into our body rather than being in our mind. It's actually synchronized breathing okay. where we breathe together in, in harmony. We have a synchronized breathing together, which also can cultivate um erotic energies and sexual energies and it's it's a simple one but it's so so connected which nice. is really beautiful
2: that's amazing uh right are you ready for the next one
0: the great bee oh, the great... <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't draw a bee
0: <laughs> I mean, you know how. Um...
1: Okay, but, Phil, uh, you
2: go first. Me first. Oh, this is going to be, this isn't going to be good. So, the great bee. I thought it looked like a bee. <laughs> so oh. Like
0: a. kind of like, um, <laughs> kind of like
2: her head. Yeah, was,
0: oh. yeah.
2: Her head. And she's yeah. not kind of bent wow, forward slightly. It might not. Very bendy. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> mine's obviously in the art of sick men again. These are two people. Like connecting, facing each other because they're they want to be as one, so they're.
2: We can't
0: say <laughs> as one. That's so be good. as one. They're connecting
1: yeah. as one. Person. Yeah, it's kind
0: of like that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's oh, very very good. Thanks. Um, right. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just you know, and it's when it's so many different different one, but it's like. It's different position. My favourites anyway, is like when we can be close, often facing each other. Mm-hmm. And where it's like, we can support each other with, with the breathing as well. I just think it adds so much more um, intimacy. But I think it did really good. I'm very, <laughs> very, very <laughs> impressed with them. Cool.
2: Um, and as always, uh, we need a winner.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: well, can I know that Phil's going to win because your drawings are fantastic. Oh,
0: that's... oh Phil. Win. Yeah. I Definitely. made a call very Dane, sorry, oh. but I was very impressed. I was like, yeah, when we're Thank doing you. some new material we'll we'll give you a call. <laughs> like, <we> need some <laughs> illustrations. Definitely Jane, not that
2: good. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, I love that. Dating disasters. This segment is called Dating Disasters because, let's face it, we've all had them. So, now it's time to hear from our guest and hear what the worst date they've ever had is.
1: Okay, so in this part of the show, uh, the guest tells us that they're dating a disaster. So, Osa, do you have one of your own or one you've heard that you would like to tell us about?
0: Oh, I remember it was one day that I went on and I should have, and I guess this is one of the reasons why I massively cut down drinking, because I went to <laughs> see the weekend and then we, on our way home, swing by a McDonald's, spoke to this guy and he was just so funny. I was like, God, I really remember you, it was like so funny. We exchanged numbers. I was like, my, son, my friend said, why are you in there for such a long time? I said, I just met the funniest guy. So we exchanged numbers, then we met when I was sober. And he was not funny at all, and uh, we sat down, and I was like some, you know, and now when I, when I educate and do this thing, I always, you know, if we feel safe to do so, to kind of sit on the same side of the table, just like, you know, be a little bit more closer together and things. But I just felt like he could not read my my body language, and I was like, I want to sit, up, um, you know, not next to you, basically, to just have my own space. Um. And he started speaking about conspiracy theories. And then he started talking about, is it called the fourth Mason? I think uh, there's like
1: a, I've heard of the, i I've
0: heard of the Masons. Yeah. The Masons, yeah, the Masons. And he was like, oh, and then he started talking about this, uh, you know, time when he was going to be a part of this, you know, Group of people, or like become a member somewhere. And before he knew it, they asked him to like meet them. Out in the woods in the middle of Ooh. the night with like something on top of his head, and I was like, "This makes me feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> who are you, and where is the guy I met in McDonald's?" Who was funny? So I think you were. I think he, were,
2: he was drunk. Funny. That's what he was. He was Why like, you were drunk, drunk? He was funny. Oh
0: god, I was just like, yeah, I just really thought, and it was just, it was just weird, you yeah, know. Man. And I was like, yeah, you know, I could be one for conspiracy theories, you know. I too have sat and googled and lost some hours on that yeah. and you see you know have madonna and britney spears and god something common what happens there <laughs> but when he was talking about it it was actually the first the last time and the only time i had to text a friend to be like hey girl you need to tell me that like our washing machine is broken <laughs> I need, I don't Ace. and he just couldn't read it and he was really nice you know he was nice and he i said oh no Oh dear! I need to. I need to go. You know, something has happened at home. He was like, "Don't worry, I'll walk you to the tube. I'll oh carry your." I was like, "Oh my god, I literally can't." But you know, it was it was a nice thing to do. But it was just very how he just spoke about his experience of like going out in the woods to meet a g- group of men with something on his head. I just didn't know what you even say. That was just super
2: awkward. Bye, see you later. <laughs> yeah, bye,
0: bye, bye. Like, okay, cool, this was fun. Yeah, we should totally d- d- know
2: Did you need the toilet? Because uh, while you're in the toilet, I'm going to run out. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
0: laughs> God, look at the time. I'm so, so busy. Um, but I guess all in all, I've been lucky. I haven't had a lot of bad dates. I think it's just that one was like... I don't know where this guy is taking this conversation, nor mm-hmm. do I know what to say. And oh my god, what happened in the woods? Do I even want to know? Yeah, <laughs> <That's really> <laughs> <odd>. <laughs> And also, now, lucky.
1: Had- I was going to say, <laughs> lucky you've not had many bad dates. I love that because I've had my fair share.
2: You wrote mm-hmm. a book about it, Jane. <laughs> yeah, crazy. <Fizzy>. A- <laughs> the Opening Lane Awards.
1: Oh, oh,
0: oh, Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. Our presentation will begin shortly.
1: This segment is called the Opening Line Awards. We have searched high and low on the internet to find the most cringy chat up lines.
2: Um. Now we have a segment uh, called the Opening Line Awards. Uh, Mm -hmm. So basically what the Opening Line Awards is, is we have searched the internet, we've asked our followers, uh, we've asked friends what the worst opening line is that they've ever, ever had. (laughs) Um, And we're going to find it. We're going to find it. So I'm going to give three opening lines that I've got. Now, um, if you've got your pen and paper, uh, we are going to write them down and see which ones we pick. And then afterwards, it will go into a big tournament and the Instagram followers will decide and we'll finally find the worst opening line. So, this week's opening lines... Are you my appendix? Because I don't understand how you work, but this feeling in my stomach makes me want to take you out. <laughs> that is number one. <laughs> this one, this one's quite apt. apt-, apt-, apt- Ayo, girl, are you into conspiracy theories? <laughs> I want to get a Illuminati with you. Wow.
0: <laughs> well, A for effort on pants. I love the fandom. Um,
2: A hey girl, are uh, you like bad boys or something? Cuz I'm not trying to brag or anything, but last night I went out uh, I went to bed at 9:37 and my bedtime's at 9:30. So, we've got to choose between the Appendix, the Illuminati, or the Bad Boy. Which one do you think is the worst out of that? We all right? them down? Okay. Okay. Are we all ready?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Three two, one.
0: <laughs> oh, boy, I, just, I boy. very little, the appendix, I couldn't get the whole ah, That is down. fine.
2: There are, are two. So it's the, the one that went to bed at 9.37 when his bedtime 9.30. <sighs> And the appendix that somebody doesn't understand but wants to take you out.
0: Yeah, I just feel like it was such a long sentence. I think, you know, people get, how long is first impressions? I think most people be out of that before they even finish. I was close on the bad boy because I don't think we should romanticize it. Then he said he was like seven minutes late or she. For bed. For bed. And I thought that was quite cute because I'm very much particular about my bedtime. (laughs) I need to be in bed at 10.
2: It, uh, yeah i'm i'm in bed whenever and then i get up really early and don't have enough sleep and oh yeah, yeah life problems <laughs> <laughs>
0: first world problems final thoughts
2: This segment is called Final Thoughts where we've reached the end of the episode and we take a look back at what we've learned, what we're going to take away or what we just found a little bit funny.
1: So Osa, this is our last segment. So it's our final thoughts. So a part where we give each other one thing we've learned about and we can take away from the podcast. So, um... For for me personally, I think you just chatting about breathing more uh, before intimacy. Um, like when you mentioned, it's we think so much in our heads, and that's something that I'm always doing. I'm always wanting to make sure I can do the best I can, and I'm always thinking of my stomach. Like, oh, I hope it doesn't look at my stomach. But when you take that out and just think about breathing, and it takes you into a deeper level. So um, you speaking about that is definitely something that I'm going to take away and definitely try.
0: Oh, beautiful. That makes me very
1: happy. <laughs> and Phil, what about yourself?
2: Mine? Uh, I was going to say that, but I can't have the same to say. Um, I think it's the fact about talking about things and opening up about things because the things are natural and they happen and we shouldn't have to feel that these things are only behind closed doors or we should be ashamed about them and that's that's what I got today and I really really enjoyed like talking about it all because it was great (laughs) and then also what was your final thoughts
0: my final thoughts so what comes to my mind is you know I understand and I've been there with dating we want to meet someone we're so ready uh, we want to share our life with someone, and therefore we go on dates to be like, could this be the one? Is he or she the one? Are they the one? To actually give people a chance to see who they are. And even with words, you know, as in the example with me and David, what do they mean? What's their definition? Mm-hmm. Rather than writing people off. I think it's very, very, it's like, thank you, next. And with so many apps, it's created this, you know, there is always a a better person on the next swipe when actually it's like, you know, being present and just like really trying to get to know them. And because a lot of people, you know, if we're not just finding attractive to begin with, this continues to grow as well. So, you know. Seeing yeah. what's there and just getting intrigued and curious by the person that's in front of you.
2: Yeah, that's amazing. That yeah, yeah. That's sums it all up. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, if they want to find out more about you or Taylor Matched or any of your cor- amazing courses that you and David offer or you offer, then where can they find you?
0: Yeah, so we're very active on Instagram. Um, (laughs) So, (laughs) um, you can find us on Tailor Matched. So, it's tailor as in tailoring. Um, And my coaching um, side uh, of the company is Coach with Åsa and my name is spelled A-S-A. Uh, so either of the two, and always love to connect with people who resonate, who we've been talking about, or maybe something they learned, or what they want to dive deeper into as well. So that's the easiest way to, to find us, I would say.
2: That is amazing. And thank you very much for being part of the show. And I want to try this because hey Do, Is that right?
0: Yes, it's yes. awesome. <laughs> Your um, <laughs> pronunciation is so good.
2: And this is how we're going to say goodbye to everyone. So Jane, we've we've got to say it at the same time. Yeah, is everybody okay. ready to say goodbye? Yes. Hey, hey.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye, Take everyone. Care. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank
1: you for listening.
2: If you want to find out more, you can follow us at Unhinged and Mumbled Up or.
1: Wait
2: forever after. And if you want to send us an email or check out our website, it is www.uadu.co.uk. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Hey everyone, just a quick message for you. Uh, just a reminder: we have all the extra segments on Patreon still. So if you want to have more segments, more chat, find out more information that also gave us, then definitely head over to our Patreon page, uh, which can be found at com forward slash unhinged and bumbled up. And for the price of a cup of coffee each month, you will get... The Extra Swipe, which this week will include the unedited challenge, so you can hear it all, (laughs) which there's some funny bits in between. So again, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey folks, I'm Mark Maron from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues